0: And, of course,
1: we I don't to the light on leaning, a bump. Listen up.
0: There is a thing that's called <sighs> educating. That's where you're entertained Soon and is, educated at it. the exact same time. Now kind now. of like what I call being lean inspired lean and
1: motivated. And, of course, I call now. that motivation. Lean in. Listen up now.
0: OMG, OMG, OMG. Welcome to OMG, the Omar Gayle Radio Show. I am, of course, your host, actress, author, evangelist, and content creator. And guess what? I'm super excited today. Y'all know whenever I get a chance to talk to my husband and share the conversation with you, Super stoked! Yes, I am. So today's guest is none other than my favorite guy, Pastor Gerald January. Say hello to the people, darling.
1: Hello, people. How are you? <laughs>
0: See how
2: obedient I am. I'm being trained.
0: My husband. I love him. I love him. I love him. And I'm excited about our conversation today. We are going to have a conversation. The topic is how limits increased his reach y'all yeah, don't hear me. I'll say it again, baby. How limits <laughs> increased his reach. And, and a part of what we wanted to do is discuss the fact that while we've been absent and apart from one another, it's really been interesting how the Lord's word and his gospel and his message has been trans, I don't know, what is it being? Um, it's been increasing. It's been spreading throughout the world. It's all over the world wide web. Uh, people are taking him on their cell phones. They're checking in on their iPads. I mean, I believe there's been more content to show uh, God's faithfulness. And during this pandemic, when you agree that it has been such a dark and difficult time for people right. that they have needed to grab a hold of something, right? They're going to have to. I mean, um, I think Solomon said that there's a time
2: and a place, everything, and seasons change. Well, this is, uh, things are changing now daily. It's not even quarterly anymore. And so in order for the church uh, to stay relevant or be relevant, um, there has to be the ability to actually keep up with the changes. And, yeah, and, that, and that's difficult for Americans, sure. not just churches. I mean, part of the reason why COVID is spreading right now is because people don't know how to embrace change. They assume that the way it's always been, the way it always has to be, and that's not that's not really the case. No, mm-hmm. not at all,
0: not at all. So we're going to unpack as best we can in order to share with you guys what our take is on that, and then hopefully, you know, be able to kind of drop some nuggets. So you know, you're the scholar. I'm <laughs> gonna let you. No. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna let you kick off a little show, no, and then I, I'm gonna I'm gonna join in. I'm,
2: I'm already nervous. That's <laughs> been on the air 20 years and not get on in 20 minutes she moves her audience. Um, but I really, I'm grateful to, to be here. Uh, I think part of what we want to talk about in the time we have today is how uh, many of us are going to have to learn how to do church differently if we're going to remain viable in, in our society. I think the first thing we need to talk about and be honest about across the board, long before COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, Basically, over the last 10 to 15 years, church attendance has already uh, been declining right. long before. We've plateaued 20 years ago as far as Christian churches in America. Mm-hmm. And so pre-2020, uh, what we saw was churches declining anyway as far as attendance.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah,
2: there are some mega churches and there are some middle churches, but the majority of, of Christian churches in America, especially in the north. Midwest and Northeast are what they call small churches, under a hundred people. Right, and so there are a lot of
1: denominations.
2: Uh, I have friends who pastor in, in other denominations, which is kind of weird. But the reality, the reality is, is that many denominations are selling their buildings, having mm-hmm. selling their buildings and their camps and other things, because what we do or what we've done uh, as Christian churches, mm-hmm. uh, in a lot of cases, is just not relevant anymore. So, so, so. If we go from that context, this is not, you know, I don't want anybody to feel guilty, nobody feel like they're a failure. There's a lot of pastors right now, I just read a report, they're beginning to feel guilty about uh, the churches being closed and, the, and and their buildings being empty and they feel like uh, they failed God. You know, th- this is a pandemic. There are no fans at football games. Tonight at Soldier's Field, Tom Brady will be there playing against the Chicago Bears on Thursday night football. And guess what? There are no fans there. So Soldier's Field is just as empty as our churches are. Wow. Uh, so the NBA Finals are going on right now. Tomorrow is is, is is the Finals with LeBron and all these famous people, and no one will be there except for maybe 30 folks. It's like going to the Y and watch the pickup game. Wow. And so if you look at it from that standpoint, if these great um, mega – sports team mm-hmm. like the Cubs and the White Sox and the Dodgers don't have any fans or people in the stands in these stadiums, why do you think you should feel bad? Because your church doesn't have people in the, in the seats right now. Right, um, right. It's better to be safe than sick.
0: Hallelujah and an amen, which is why I'm so grateful that my husband, also known as, has, uh, uses wisdom mm-hmm. to ensure that we stay away. Because we've had a lot of people, you know, say, hey, when we coming back, I miss everybody. We miss you. We really miss you. But I'd rather miss you alive than miss you dead. Yeah. So um so it's very it's imperative that we all do our part to to make sure that we're staying healthy, staying safe, and connecting. You know, that's another part of it. So so, so the topic like I said is is how limits increased his reach. So so the, the reality of it is when we were forced to not be able to see one another in person and hug and embrace, it caused his reach to go out in a different way. We are now communicating digitally on all kinds of content. I know our church is producing, but other churches are producing a lot of content. People are also figuring out ways to reach out to people in their community. They're, they're helping them with groceries. Churches, who aren't able to have people in their building are now setting up distribution right. centers for food to be, we even have a farm. And so we've been able to create an assembly line so that people can get their distribution, their food, um, fresh, organic food, shout out without, to other cars without, cars.
2: Without out cars.
0: without getting out their cars. Without getting out their cars. They pull up, there's a, there's a process to it. It has been phenomenal to, to watch that process and our honey, you know, all of it. But that's one aspect of it. But then there's the other aspect People who have been afraid to go out of their homes, God has allowed other people to minister to them, to not operate in fear, even though we're being wise and we're being safe, we can't operate in fear. But there's a couple of points that he and I wanted to take a moment to kind of just squeeze out as much as we can to hopefully um, shine a light on the fact that his reach has grown and and has expanded beyond our individual circle. You know, I want to piggy on this before you go to the point. People who were used to going to work uh, and their kids were at a school all day, think about the fact you, as a mom or as a dad, Get to feed into your children, which of course is a part of increasing his reach. Now I know kids may get on your lap, good nerve, because some of y'all are like, I'm being, I'm being mom and dad, I'm being employee or employer, I'm being school teacher, I'm being a house cleaner, cook. You're being a, you're wearing a lot of hats. But there's a blessing in knowing that you're doing your part to keeping your children safe. There's a blessing in knowing. You get to know what your kids are eating. There's a blessing in knowing that you're building bonds and establishing a different kind of relationship and or just noticing the behavior maybe of your kids so that you understand what their teachers were possibly experiencing. And for those that have had to allow their children to go back to school, you, I'm sure, are relying on God in a different way. Because you've got to trust that when you send your kid off to school that your kid's your kid is going to be safe, your kid or children are going to be safe, right. and that um, they're going to come back home to you safe so that you, you and your household will also remain safe. So now having shared that much, my love. You keep going. <laughs> I like all uh, that. Uh, I want you to come on. Let's check about the little <laughs> points that we talked about. Well,
2: <laughs> I'm, I want I to say this. Uh, this is not necessarily um, a how-to for everybody. Um, I, I do think that one of the biggest issues we've had as a church in America, and I, I've been in ministry now pushing 50 years,
1: yeah.
2: uh, so I've seen it from being a, a, a new minister to being a senior pastor for the past 21 years, evangelist mm-hmm. across the country and the world, done a, a little bit of all of it. And one of the things that, that really has always disturbed me is how we keep uh, a lot of our success stories secret. It's almost like we're competition and we're not. So you may want to share some of what I'm going to say with your pastor. He or she may not be on the line right now. But one of the first things I think that we have to do in times like this, uh, because even though we have not seen our full congregation since the second Sunday in March, mm-hmm. uh, no one's missed salary. Mm-hmm. Uh, our, our, the saints are still paying tithes and giving off. So now we have new people that I've never known. Yeah. that have been very safe for sending the offering yeah. uh, if they have a home church. And if we are now their church, they they mail their ties in or they go on one of on the portals like PayPal and, and send in.
0: And can I do a shout-out? Because we've sure. had some people step up. And as a matter of fact, I saw one of the names on here. So I'm going to give a quick little shout-out. This young lady right here, Dana. She has stepped up to pinch, hit, and, and, and bats for us. And I mention that because it takes a village, you guys. It takes a lot of people to make the machine work, especially when you don't have a lot of time for quick turnaround. Right. So she used her expertise. To, to ch- chime right in, I use my expertise. We all just pitched in to make sure that the gospel gets out weekly, and more importantly, that people are being encouraged and equipped to handle this new, not-so-normal normal. normal.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. So thanks, Dana, and the rest of you guys, because <laughs> uh, you make us look really, really good. Yeah. God bless you. God appreciate bless you. you guys. So the first thing I want to talk about is being flexible. mm uh, this is. These are just three quick points And you can use these not just for church But also for business, for your home For your marriage, be flexible There is a scripture, so, so I can stay in the book uh, You may want to write down the text But you know it when I begin to read it uh, First Chronicles 12.22 First Chronicles 12.22 The Bible says uh, from the NIV There's some guys from Issachar Men who understood the times And knew what Israel should do Then It goes on to talk about the 200 chiefs And that type of thing um this was a very small group of men, very small. When you look at the totality of uh, of the followers of God, uh, of Jehovah, Yahweh, um, the guys from Issachar, they're kind of like a late edition. So if you take the two words that actually create the name Issachar, uh, it's not very deep. One of those words is man, and the other word is um, hired man or worker, hired worker. And so the men of Issachar were known to be guys who were, were like hired men. One is, one is man and one is wages, I should say. And so, so they, they were more like the hired guys. But um, by the time of David, there were, there were more than 90,000, over 100,000 guys and, and families that were part of the men of Issachar, the Issachar tribe. But there were 200 of them. Mm. It wasn't all of them. There were 200 of them that understood the times and they knew what all of Israel should do. Um, th- these guys are what I call, Mar, I call them flexible. They they they're they're capable of adapting to something
1: new. Okay. And if if we're
2: going to as churches, um, not just survive but thrive through this season, this season is not over yet. Please, I know the elections come up in four weeks, but the elections will not define this season. Now. Uh, and it won't be defined by just 2020. It, it's going to be defined by what happens. This this is, a, this is a changing moment for the entire world, especially for us in America. So you have to understand what the times are, Mar. I mean, people got to look at the times. It, it, the, the times, are especially for us in church, church is a people type of thing. It's, yeah. a, it's a people, it's a gathering group. It, 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 it's for us, it's, it was always the place where we gathered as, as African Americans. But now, uh, we're out of touch. We're out of physical touch with people. Yeah. Uh, we haven't seen many of our folks in a very, very long time. Now, I get a chance to see a few because I, I'm out on the campus when folks come by to take up their food. Right. But, but we have a lot of people that are part of our distribution. They don't go to Vernon Park. But when I see Vernon Park members in that car, I wave at them and
1: say hey to them.
2: But I haven't preached to them physically in a while. Right. So, so, so often as a pastor, we feel that if we are with people, those are my folks. Now we realize how much our folks aren't our folks.
1: <laughs> and so, with
2: the gospel, the, the gospel said, "My sheep know my voice." Yeah. So, so basically, there's no more of the touch; it's the voice. Right. And and what you've actually preached to your members for days, weeks, months, years, and decades, that has to be the part that stays connected. Gotcha. And and so you you're gonna have to be flexible, because what we used to do eight months ago. Doing right
0: now, no. if
2: we're if we're wise i'm just, that's just me I'm no, not, that's I'm not lack of people shouldn't but that. no
0: people shouldn't they should mm-hmm. be flexible, you know there's a phrase that I always say anybody that knows me know, you know my faith mm-hmm. right, right? Mm-hmm. blessed are the flexible, they shall not be what
2: they should not be bent out of shape. out
0: of shape I live by that 316. Mara three sixteen Mara three sixteen that's what it is. <laughs> You are funny. Uh, so so when you're flexible, you can't be bent out of shape. You're pliable. You're bendable. You know, when you move, I move, right? It's, it's that whole uh, no matter what gets thrown in, no matter what adjustments have to be made. You know, now we're talking about winter coming up and all that comes with winter. We're going to make another adjustment, right, because we want to make sure we stay healthy. We want to make sure we're not sick. And then also us going online and just turning our, our – in the building ministry into a digital ministry worth being flexible. So your point is so apropos, because when people are flexible, not just in ministry, but in life with your spouse or with your children, when you are flexible enough to not believe that you've got all the answers in your way or the highway, when you are flexible enough to know that, what's the phrase you say? Much can be accomplished if no one gets the the credit. I listen to him. See, I listen to him. I know y'all listen to him too. It is a part of working together. Being flexible means that, you know, you may end up doing something that you didn't used to do and that person does something that they didn't used to do, but we're all working it out for the good. And that's why God, I believe, has been able to increase his reach. Because in this new season, we are forced to welcome him in, invite him in. Ask him for favor and safety. We're seeking him in a way we never had to. People are losing relatives, and they're not able to be with them. They're not able to hold their hand and comfort them. W- women who are single moms are raising their children and working. Dads are trying to be dad and mom and chef if the mom has to go. It's, it's upside down. Like, what's that TV show we had? Stranger Things. Stranger Things. It's yep, the upside down. down. It it's twisted.
1: When you add
2: to the fact that there's been a limited physical touch, yeah. I'm speaking with pastors right now in church and, and church leaders. There's also a looming financial crisis. Yep. Um, the president just announced there'll be no bailouts till after the election.
0: Oh, wow. Of anybody,
2: 85% of uh, businesses, small businesses in America are now uh, less than three months away from closing their doors forever. Um, there is a new type of fear in America, and it's the fear of the complete unknown. Yeah. Um, people don't know what's happening. I'm saying this because you need to understand not just what's happening in the world, but what's happening to your church members. And when they come back, they're not going to be the same people. They're not because they've experienced these same things. So so the flexibility has to also include understanding those things, plus the political upheaval. Uh, and as Mara mentioned a few mo- moments ago, it's, this is not just grief. This is unexpected grief.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, and and how it. we grieve now is so much different than we did even a year ago, even at Christian funerals. Mm-hmm. I've had to do uh, a few eulogies uh, and, or, or services and none of them have been in churches. Right. Um, and, and most of them at their graveside and very few people. Um, and so th- there is this new normal. And so what I'm saying, man and woman of God, um, th- there has to be this flexibility. Uh, it's not mean you're being willy-nilly. It's being, okay, God, now how do you use me? We've preached things for years. We've, we've preached all types of, of, of sermons about what God can do. He can do the impossible. Okay, this is impossible. Yeah. So, no, Gal, what can you do? My prayer was when well, we left um, that second Saturday, next second Sunday in March, mm-hmm. okay, Lord, so now what do you want me to do? I'm the senior pastor. I've got great associates, uh, Dr. Bruce and uh, Pastor Quincy and Pastor Frank Miller, wonderful leadership and the trustee board and education ministry and women's and men's ministry. Right. But, but I'm the under shepherd. Show me how to do this. Yeah. And part of it was, okay, we can't do what Joel Osteen does down in Texas. I don't have a $40 million budget, but I do have people that have the same type of value in their lives. They need to hear the word of God yeah. in a timely manner. And so there has to be a flexibility in, in your ministry at church. So so that's the first thing that I, I, I think we need to put out there, more yeah. on, on how we do church differently and how to increase. Um, because everybody, most people have a cell phone or a computer, and and once you talk about some of the things that you designed, uh, that I would say things to you would go, oh, we could do this. You know, I'm good at vision casting. should.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say this. You know, a part of how I believed that that the Lord, because okay, let me say this. Our ministry in particular, and of course. We're, we're talking in general terms, but I'm using some examples from our ministry. The the the, the tagline or the theme, I guess you'd say, mm-hmm. was already reaching beyond the wall.
1: Mm-hmm. And we
0: were on air for a long time on yeah. television, but we hadn't been on television for a while. Yeah. So when this all happened, I was pregnant. I mean, pregnant, not like pregnant with a natural baby. Hallelujah. I'm talking pregnant. I was pregnant with spiritual babies. And so I would just come to him and say, hey, um, you know, Sister Kitty, she was doing these these little uh, two, three-minute uh, talks on Sundays, I want to call her up and ask her if I can tape her doing like a dozen. And he was like, okay, go for it. And so I'd call her and then I was like, hey, you know, Pastor Frank, he was doing these little chats about his children and things that happen in life where he sees God. Um, Can I call him up and ask him? And he was like, yeah. So I'd call up Pastor Frank and I created a name called Frankly Speaking. And then I said, hey, my girlfriend Tasha. I was like, you know, she's just real. She just keeps it one hundred all the time. So I pitched her on a concept called "telling it like it ti is" with Tosh, and she said yes. And so I was just editing all these little pieces of content because what I realized is, when we were in the building, because our our um, our focus was, of course, on on making sure that we. Everybody was there and everybody was safe and making sure our farm was okay and the distribution. And then we, since then, we put the lights on the building, but we didn't have outside lights. So we couldn't hold a Wednesday night Bible study. We couldn't hold any evening events at the church. So my heart went to how can I give our members and our people more ways to hear God's voice in everyday way. So with the kiss from God and the frankly speaking and the telling it like it's his, he gave them little bite-sized nuggets. And then we started talking about um, doing a Bible study. I pitched you on doing a Bible study and you said, Hey, yeah, Pastor Bruce could do a Bible study. And so I entitled it lunch and learn. It comes on Wednesdays at noon. And then I actually pitched you on two and he was like, ah, one. And I was like, "But I think it'd be good. The Sunday school people, Did theirs as well? And he said yes. So the other half was my husband as the the pastor had to also trust that if we began something, because one of the things I know about him, he doesn't like to start anything, we can't finish. So I knew any of the things I was suggesting that they were they were, they were um, the size that I could actually manage. And, and then we brought on more people. We've got volunteers that are helping. Like I gave the shout-outs earlier. We've got Dawn that creates graphics. So we started reaching out to people. And once the village pitched in, it wasn't just on one or two people. It now became a whole vision. And it's because he said yes. I was pregnant. I'm showing him babies as they're, like, in my womb, and he's like, okay. And, and we, we just kept going, and God does the increase. And so what we've been doing, and now we just released a men's series. Um, I was pregnant with that since the summer, and he told me to hold up until the fall, and now I'm glad he did because it's a much better time to do it. And Brother Tucker and uh, Coach V um, are actually facilitating that conversation, and that's on Thursdays.
2: Well, what, what, what you're hearing is this. Most churches that teach the Bible, most men many women of God, that have fed um, congregations for a while, um, what they need to believe and have faith in is that you have people in your ministry right now that are full of word. Most Christian churches in America and Chicago, we got enough word inside of us if the churches were closed for five years we should be able to live by, walk by faith, not by sight. However, there are folks who are ready to do, there's only one pulpit in the church, right? right? And on Sunday mornings, that's my desk, and I don't give it up too easily because that's what God told me to do. However, we were at the place physically where we were putting together our new building one room at a time. As Mara said, there weren't any outside lights on our campus. They're there now, but they weren't when we left, which is so interesting. I know. I <laughs> know.
0: But that, go, means, oh, no, 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 that means we're going to be ready yeah. when we get back. We're going to have evening lights so we can right. continue right. some we of the
2: def- work. We can definitely do that. But what but what we what we've been able to actually uh, see is those gifts and that investment into people for the months, weeks, and years that we've been with them is paying off. Yeah. What they, what they're able to do. Uh, at their level of faith and knowledge, has, has been absolutely incredible. And pastor, you got to trust your people. You can't teach every class. Um, uh, there's something I call uh, oversaturation, um, and so if, if but you have to set the limits and the guidelines. Allow people with a word or that reach people at a certain level. Let them let them do that. At, now you know your church better than I know your church, but I I know my sheep Let my sheep know me. And if we didn't trust them, um, they wouldn't do it. They do a great job. Yes. I know Mara does a great job. Now that now that a lot of the TV uh, series and movies have been shut down, we were able to use her gift to work in this particular area in our in our ministry. Yes. And so five times the numbers that normally come on Sunday, watch us during the week. Yeah. If you look at all the views from Sunday to Saturday night, uh, it's incredible. Right. Um. Can we go to the second
0: one? Yeah, let's talk about number two. Number, number one is be flexible.
2: Be flexible, and and that's that's yielding yourself to God, bowing your head, bowing your heart. okay, okay, God, if you want our ministry to continue, show me how. Yeah. Number two, use wisdom.
0: How about
2: that, use just just be wise. Okay, I need a scripture. Okay, and you're getting. Oh, go ahead. Master, Master, you're, no. No. you're getting understanding. Getting understanding. About thirty, we can do. It, you know, <laughs> which one are you gonna do? Uh, Come on, Master, Pastor. Free. Jesus said in Matthew 10, verse 16, see, that, that's why i don't like, coming on here. What? <laughs>
1: I'm just messing with you.
2: The Bible says, I'm sending you out like sheep among wolves. Therefore, be as shrewd as snakes, but be as innocent as dust. That's what Jesus said to his followers. who I only followed him for a few months, a few years. He said, I'm sending you like sheep among wolves. Now, the word wisdom, you might want to write it down like you do on Sundays. It means deep understanding. It means keen discernment. It means the capacity for sound judgment. You've got to use wisdom. Um, if you don't have a million-dollar budget, don't plan a million-dollar ministry. Um, you don't have to do that now. Um, when you read the, the Talmud or, or the ancient laws of the Hebrews, when they talked about the, 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 uh, uh, the members
1: of the Sanhedrin, mm-hmm.
2: they said the wisest members of the Sanhedrin were folks that were part of Issachar tribe.
1: Mm-hmm. There
2: was just something about these people, and I always tell people, if you're not wise enough, hang around with people that are wise. Yeah. C- catch on to what they're doing. There's nothing wrong. And That's why the, the seminars I would go to, and I used to go to, they they weren't they weren't always uh, serving people were shouting. So I want to hear from people that had wisdom. For the season that we're living in, so so the question we have to ask is, how do sheep survive in a wolf culture? Because right now, the the, the America is in a lot of trouble. There's a lot of chaos, and so he didn't say, "I'm sending you into the church." Right. He said, I'm sending you into this world, into this culture, and 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 I, 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 and he compared it to sheep going around carnivorous animals that tear sheep's a, sheep apart. And he said, so I, I need you to be shrewd as snakes, but innocent as dogs. Mm. See, there, there is a shrewdness that is still righteous. There, there, you may call it sneaking. It's, not, it's knowing your environment, mm. understanding your environment. I'm talking to evangelists, owners of businesses, parents, uh,
1: students,
2: pastors and, and associate pastors and ministry leaders yeah. Understand you got to have some whys in this. Um, and and I, I need to say this to some folks. There are some congregations that may never come back together again. It's it's just a fact. If businesses are closing and never reopening, I'm not speaking doom. This is, this is not negative thinking. It's just the season that we're in. Um, some churches may no longer be viable. If you haven't paid your, if you're renting a building, you haven't paid your rent for the last seven months or last five months. You don't know. We don't know where all the members are. So yeah. keep keep that in mind. And so, and number next, don't guilt trip. Mm. Can I said to folks? One say? more time, please don't guilt trip. Mm. Um, it's not your fault. You're not a failure. You didn't let God down. Um, th- th- people didn't expect this. People had family reunions planned for this summer and graduations and sports leagues and all kinds of things, and a lot of things have failed. That's people, part of being flexible.
0: And people even had, they had weddings. Yes. People had vacations. Yes. People had, let's just, there are even surgeries that people were planning to do mm. that they couldn't even do the surgeries because yes. of COVID. That's right. So, so this is this is not just a pattern interrupt. Mm-hmm. This is a life interrupt, and and that's why being flexible is mm-hmm. so important, mm-hmm. and why using wisdom is so important. We could have still went on our our regular vacation, but we were like, you know what? He was like, mm babe, we're not, we're not. And we, there are places we could go that, you know, we thought we'd maybe safe, but he says no. And God allowed Ram in the bush to kind of call and say, hey, I'm going to be on the East Coast. If you guys want to stay at my home, you, you're more than welcome to come to town and, and stay in my home. Who does that? But, but that is about us being flexible, because had we said yes to the vacation, we would have had our plane tickets, we would have already been using our, uh, you know, had our finances already, yeah, everything mm-hmm. all tied up to, to go there. When the call came, hey, would you like to be able to utilize this? Mm-hmm. We were available and, of course, we were flexible, and it was close enough that we could drive, so we didn't have to fly, we didn't have to get on a train, well, we were able to drive the car, and it was our first road trip, really. really
1: nice little <laughs> it
0: was a nice little road trip.
1: He drove his days.
0: He did. He drove his Daisy, and I sat and rode, and I enjoyed every bit of it. I enjoyed every bit of it. But that's what we did because, you know, that was what it required, right? Mm-hmm. It, was, it, was, it was, again, using wisdom. So we were able to get away, still have a break, and yet do it in a safe.
2: Fashion. Yeah. One of the things that uh, I want to say, and this is going to be revolutionary to some people, um, but since we're the body of Christ, I hope this helps somebody. Pastors and teachers and members of congregations, for some of us across America, we're going to have to actually forge some strategic partnerships. Yeah. Um, and that may be cross-culture, it may be cross-denomination, Um We've got to join ranks with other congregations. Some congregations are not going to survive, and if we really are the people of God, yeah. then there are some pastors going to say to their members or to uh, people of their ministry team, We need to go and join with another church. We're going to sit down with leadership. I'm going to talk to them and see if this is a good fit for us right. because we're still the body of Christ. And sometimes right. you need a hip transplant or either,
0: you know, whatever
2: else in, in your physical bodies. Right. And I know um, that may not be, the norm but wearing masks wasn't a norm five months ago
0: either everybody got masks now look everybody got masks uh-huh. everybody's carrying around hand uh-huh. sanitizer i mean it's been crazy hey our sister is here Uh just a shout out on facebook for those that are tuning in on the omg on the radio we're not going crazy we're also doing <laughs> this live we're streaming live and several of our friends and members have chimed in but we happen to see our sister his sister, his biological sister, my sister in love, and so we just gave a quick little shout-out. But that's true. Nothing has been normal. I mean, do you all remember the run-on toilet paper?
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, it yeah. seems like it was eons ago. Yeah. And,
1: th-
0: and then you couldn't find Clorox White. Yeah. You couldn't, there were so many paper products, paper towels, you couldn't mm-hmm. find them. But all of these things have caused us to morph into a totally, mm-hmm. it's a totally different country. But also, there's been some other unexpected things. You talked about unexpected grief um, uh, in in your services, in one of your services, but also the racial tension. You know, there's, there's such a drastic dynamic to what's going on, what you see, what you hear, what you watch. And if you're not careful, you can get caught up in the hype, caught up in the hell of it all, and caught up in the hurt, and you'll miss connecting with him. Mm-hmm. That I think is the most important thing because you will lose your mind thinking about how COVID will kill you or how people are dying or how people are in the hospital, not able to say goodbye or, or, or how people aren't able to have funerals and people can't have a, a wedding the way they want. I mean, you, and, and then you add to that, how people are being shot in the street, our black and the Brown brothers and sisters being murdered in the street. And, and then they're the, 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 the Mafias, or not mafias, but the, uh what do you call those groups, the groups that are out there uh carrying uh artillery? Uh, I want to say warlike like people, but, you know, it's just, it's a lot. Malicious. Malicious, yes. that's like, the but, word. Ten of them were actually arrested today yeah. because
2: they were trying, they were actually planning to kidnap the governor yeah, of Yeah, more right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Try, they found out, you know, where her summer house was. I mean, this is crazy. This isn't normal. This isn't even like our country. I mean, there's so much, so many dynamics and so many, and fires. There are fires. There are hurricanes. We are in the Greek alphabet already for hurricanes because we have run out of names. Yeah. So so when you put all, and then, of course, we talked earlier about, you know, parents homeschooling their kids and parents working from home and homeschooling. So they're doing like double duty. And there's no break. There's no there's, you're not able to go out and just hang out, you know, hang out for the weekend or go away for the week. Not like,
2: it's not like that. So there has to be some, some, let me say this to ministry leaders, people in churches and people, you're going to have to actually look at adding some new ministries um, when you start back. Um, maybe you started part of it when, since you've been apart, but there are probably going to be some things you don't need anymore in your church but because when people, when your people come back, they're going to be different. But I sense also a, a slight revival or turning to God from people that don't know church. And so you might have to reassess yeah. the work you did prior to yeah. COVID. Uh, this, this is an opportune time. Don't look at this as being punishment. Right. It's an opportune time to reboot, redefine, clean up, clean out. I mean, you might as well. Mm-hmm. Um, because the reality is, is that now people are selective in their shopping. Right. When they walk into a grocery store or a mall, they go for the they go for the things that that they need right now to take care of their needs. And so, so number two actually kind of dovetails with number three, but I just want to stay in that. Ask God for direction. Yeah. Uh, how, how do I how do I how am I effective? How can I be effective? Not saying you can become a mega church, but I believe revivals do occur during chaos. Yeah. Um. When, when the nations or people began to seek God, you have a generation right now who, um, who has actually grown accustomed to questioning uh, unrighteousness. So, if we are righteous, mm-hmm. if we are people that are righteous, then when you, it, it's more important to use wisdom as you approach going back into church, or if it's the evangelistic ministry. Yeah. Uh. Maybe maybe the the work or the money or the time you spent sending missionaries to other countries you now need to send them two blocks over. Yeah. L- l- you know, it, it's Jerusalem Judea and the other most parts of the world. Why don't we start in Jerusalem now? Let's let's stop
0: being afraid of our own people. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Does that makes sense. sense? No, totally makes sense. That you know, that brings me to a nice, I think good segue. What are you taking Stock of in this season. Who are you reaching out to that aren't the normal group of people that you would reach out to? Are you going beyond your circle? Are you really extending the love of God than a what what maybe people of color have been experiencing? Because and how about your friend? If you are a Republican, have you reached out to your Democrat friends? And if you're a Democrat, have you reached out to your Republican friends? And I say this because until there is a baseline for understanding that this is the United States of America and that we are one race called human race, until we realize there's no blue and no red, but there is all of us, we are a melting pot of all kinds of black and white and brown and red and yellow. We are all of these things. So until we get out of our comfort zone and and Stop looking at them over there and them over there, looking at them over here, and just begin to say, you know what? I have the love of Christ Mm. in my heart. Mm. And he says, pray for your enemy. So who's your enemy? And how many days a week are you praying for them? Who is it that you're talking about often, if not daily, weekly? Mm. Who are you fussing at on the TV? Are you praying for the person as much as you're fussing at them? Because that's what believers are called to do and until we step into that role his word says if my people Mm -hmm. who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray then they would hear from god then they would hear from heaven wired of us that's a part of our job if you were doing a job responsibility for people um you know what is it called yeah responsibilities right Mm -hmm. if you're doing uh if you're applying for a job there there has to be certain duties that you do. Well, as believers, there's certain things that we're called to do. We're called to pray for our enemies. We're called to, to humble ourselves and pray so that we can hear from heaven. Those are that love our neighbors like we love ourselves. I remember, and we talked about this on one of our earlier shows, I didn't know our neighbor across the street. But when this all hit, I was like, hey. If you need any help, I know you've got a kid. She was a single parent at the time. Um, I said, if you need any help, let me know if I can do anything. I didn't know her from a can of paint. I had to ask the woman her name. But I got outside of my comfort zone so that I could let her know she's not alone. So how much of this are we doing? Yeah. You know? Yeah,
2: it, 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 it's a it's a wolf culture.
0: Yeah.
2: Wolves are prowlers. Yeah. Uh, they're carnivorous. But God called us to be sheep in that culture, but to yeah. be shrewd in, in what we do. How are you spending your life? Just because someone goes different from you doesn't make them your enemy. America, we've cheapened ourselves so much. Amen. Um, this whole us and them thing. And so as a member of the body of Christ, you can't afford to be that. Right. So from leadership, from the pulpit to the parking lot, that's the way uh, this needs to be Right. if you're going to move forward. Right. Right. Um, so that we can get more comments. Let me just give the last my, the third point real quick. Sure. Let's go for uh, it. Because I, I want to hear from you guys either on uh, Facebook <laughs> oh, yeah, or yeah, I should I should give out the phone in. number. Yeah. I may
0: give out the phone number for those that may want to call in. If you would like to ask a question of Pastor Jay or myself, please feel free to call in at 347-324-5246. If somebody could chat that on Facebook, that would be great. The phone number again is 347-324. Five, two, four, six, and press the number one, and you'll be entered into the queue.
2: So, okay, great. Thanks. Um, Be flexible. Use wisdom. Number last, um, get back to the basics. If you haven't, get back to the basics. Everything that we did or do in church is not basic. Most of it is just American or denominational, and God's not an American, neither is he in a denomination. Say that one more time. God is
0: not a what? He's not an American. God is not an American.
2: And basically, um, he's not into the kind of church that we do. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it because most of it's cultural, and I get that, and, and we get used to things. But when you look at the fact that there's a 62% increase uh, in the last four or five months into crisis centers here in America,
1: right? Like it's jumped
2: way up since this started. Right. Um, those could be prayer calls into churches and ministries if those were available uh, 90% of the people that were polled in America have said that they have anxiety or they actually actively have, they live in fear because of COVID-19. They live in fear. Yeah, doesn't matter what neighborhood it is, no matter what culture it is, uh, 90% that were have been polled or surveyed said they, they, that's nine out of every ten, and that includes people that go to church. Uh, so there are some basics. Uh, one, love one another. Yeah. I mean uh, lo- love uh, sees over a multitude of faults. If you're looking for faults, America is really good at fault finding and gotcha moments, and people on the internet talking about what folks did years ago and and saying this movie starts up with that one and this rapper did that. That that that's a cheap that's a cheap way to get viewers. But the Bible says that we should love one another. And my mentor, Dan Vaughn, used to always say that love makes the difference. I'm here to let you know if you, you have a mega church or a storefront church or a home church or, or you're preaching on the corner. The reality, when people know their love, they, they, they come back around because love is, is a commodity you can't actually bottle up but everybody wants to be loved. And I'm not talking about physical touching and all that. I'm talking about, you know, somebody really, really cares about you. Yeah. Um, uh, one thing that the disciples said to Jesus, teach us how to pray. Mm-hmm. Well, we, we're, we're Jewish, we're, we're, we're Israelites, but we don't really know how to talk to God like you do. Just so get back to praying. And I tell people, I'm, I may not be a traditional prayer. I talk to God like I talk to, to my best friend.
1: Yeah.
0: It's
2: but a also, conversation. it's a conversation. I spend a lot more time listening than I do talking mm-hmm. because I see he's got the answers. Yeah, and, and so so learn how to listen to that. I take a lot of long walks on our campus. Yeah, and those are my prayer times. Um, I love and doing. there's the
0: wall. And the wall. There's yeah. the wall. My husband. He just you will pray looking at the plain wall and mm-hmm. name the role on the wall for him. I mean, you know, you've got to you've got to have a routine. You know, he knows what. What do I do every morning? At, at what time? Crack a dawn. Yeah. No matter yeah. what time I go to bed, in most cases I go to no. street. I'm on oh, my God. God. Yeah, right. <laughs> So it, it's six thirty Monday through Friday, mm-hmm. and it ain't a short call. Is it, babe? No, no it's not. It's from six thirty to about eight o'clock. That's Monday through Friday. I have a date. I have a date with Daddy, where we break down the Word of God, and and I'm excited and and grateful to have a routine, to have something steady, to have an appointment, to hear from the Holy Spirit. And then, of course, we still, you know, based on the things that the content we offer our members, as well as your sermons on Sunday. But all of those things are part of what we need in order to survive. The basics.
2: When, the basics. When, as, you're, as you begin to open the doors again in three, six, nine, or ten mm-hmm. months, whatever it is. So even if you're doing things digitally, the basics is what's going to take you through. Uh, there's an old saying, "Let the church be the church." Mm-hmm. So, so part of that is eliminating unnecessary distractions in church. Yeah. You don't need the fashion shows right now. You don't need. You know, Think of
0: how much money people are saving. Oh man. I didn't have a mom ministry to begin with, but for those that did, you're welcome. You know, it's nothing else. You're saving money or should be saving money because sometimes, you know, folks just go from the mall to the online mall ministry, and nobody's going to see it.
1: The Church of Amazon. The
0: Church of Amazon. That's good. So
2: so the reality is that don't be so quick to create or recreate the distractions Mm. of church Mm. because I'm here to let you know those that will be coming back to church outside of the loyal ones are those looking for answers yeah they're not they're not looking they're not looking to be entertained right they've been entertained for the last eight months they got every movie channel every yep. every d v d everything online and every, yep. i mean so it's not that but the genuineness of Christ Jesus is the most important thing right it's the most important thing right those distractions i believe it's just me and you know I'm just a black guy on 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 her, on on our show today but mm-hmm. I believe that what helped to empty out many of our churches and make us non-relevant was the fact that a lot of church wasn't even about church anymore. It was about human activity. It was distraction. Right. So, so it's getting, when you get back, get back to basics, yes. and as you're recreating and rebooting, um, even now early, mm-hmm. um, somebody's feelings might be hurt.
0: Guess what? Yes. It what is people. what it is. It right? Is what it is. I want to give a shout-out because somebody just reminded me, for those of you who have been blessed by Vernon Park's ministry, um, Amazon, smile.amazon.com is a great way to passively uh, share a blessing with us. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, my husband, every Sunday says, you know, for the tithers and those that give, you know, we have portals for those. But for those that are visiting our ministry or seeing our ministry for the first time, he's very clear to say, you tithe where you go, where you've been getting um, food. And if you'd like to give, feel free to give. This is another way that you can give to us without going outside of anything you normally do. Smile.Amazon.com, we have a, um, a page there, a charity page. If you type in, if you go to Smile.Amazon.com and then you type in our actual um, Vernon Park Church Amen. of God, the full name, uh, it'll come up, and then you can select it. And you can, whatever you're normally paying for your product or your product, it, a portion of it, they have a wing of a charity wing of Amazon and a portion of that would actually be allocated to us without you spending more, without you doing anything additional other than going to smile.amazon.com. You can't go to amazon.com. You have to go to smile.amazon.com because they're smiling at us and they're blessing us with the charity. So And this doesn't cost you a penny, penny more. It's just just another way to right. give. You would have been given the money to Amazon anyway, but Amazon has earmarked certain amounts of funds to be able to go, you know, 0.2% of every purchase. So all of it adds up. All of it adds up. And so you can save that. That's just another shout-out. I want to remind people, if you'd like to call in, give us a shout-out at uh, 347-324-5246, press 1 to be entered into the queue, and we'll go ahead and have that conversation with you or answer any questions um, before we get off air we real have nine minutes left. That's incredible. That's a fast hour. It, it, it? always goes. But you know what? Whenever yeah. I'm with you. Thank you so much. Whenever I'm with you,
2: it's just a good time. <laughs> but but I, hope, I hope people understand what we're trying to say today. Yeah. This is not the end of the church. The church is not going to die because of, of COVID. Um, but the reality is that the church has survived for centuries because God's people through the Holy Spirit know how to adapt to situations. Yeah. When they were being persecuted, they went underground and the church grew and thrived. And so the reality is if we stop thinking like a uh, just a citizen of America but a citizen of the kingdom instead, the Holy Spirit will lead each of us, all of us, pastors, evangelists, teachers, uh, lay leaders, um, on how to increase during a time of decrease. Yeah. Uh, it's very, very important because everybody needs what God gives, and God gives love. And So I'll, I'm just trying to encourage cats today, look, guys, uh, this is this is God's doing. God knows how to keep us going, and this is how Vernon Park, God is the best Vernon Park to increase
0: during um, uh, COVID. Yeah, that's exactly what he's done. And that's what makes all of this so very special. Yes. Right? <laughs> so we want to hear from you. If you've got questions, you can chat them on Facebook or you can call in. Again, we shared the number with you a little bit earlier, three four seven three two four five two four six three, four, seven, three, two, four, five, two, four, six. Press one to be entered in the queue. If there's anybody that has a question on social media, now is a great time to go ahead and chat that, and we can answer it right here for you. Um, let's see, making sure there aren't any questions that have come in. If you have any questions, you can go ahead and, um, and chat that in. Um, and I'll go ahead and read a couple of the comments. I'm so excited to see what God is doing, uh, going to do, with the way we do church after this, too, Monica. I know God has amazing things in store. I do, too. You know, I really feel I'm excited about it because in this season while we've been away, there's been some transformation taking place, you know, and, and and most people don't realize how they've matured or how they've grown, how you have learned to coexist with your spouse and coexist with your children. You've learned to tame that tongue. You've learned to call on God. You've learned some things. And then even our church has been doing some things behind the scenes in preparation for when we return. Well, then, when you We're done, excited. Folks, don't give any of it away, yeah, I'm, sweetheart. I'm, I'm, We're excited about gotta, what you guys are going to get, you know, we're excited about the new energy that'll be even in the building because it's going to be electric when we can all get together and worship and, and have communion together again. I mean, can you imagine surviving this and saying, wow, and going back and telling your kids and your grandchildren of what we lived through? Yeah.
2: What a testimony. What
0: a testimony. Yeah. If you tell people, you know, there was a time that we were walking around with masks on our face. We couldn't hug one another. We couldn't go to a ceremony, a wedding, or a funeral. People were dying in the hospital, being put in the back of refrigerated trucks. I mean, there's so much. And then there was fires all over the place and battles and fights in the middle of the streets. And people were marching. It's it's, it's overwhelming.
2: And what will be the response of the church mm. outside the building, because you're still the church, whether you're in a building or not to all this, what will be the part of the testimony where you will say, this is what we did. This is what I did. I met someone down the street or I helped, uh, a young lady or a young family, a husband and wife with their children. Yes. Um, they, we, I met someone this mm. way. God, God called me to talk to some. to to talk to someone I wouldn't have normally talked to on a Sunday morning or Sunday afternoon yes. um, because church was over at 1045 online and I went outside and somebody was there. He led me here. He led me there. The Holy Spirit is active in the world today through you. and If you're the light of the world, yeah, so the salt of the earth. There's a whole lot of people that need what you have right now. Yeah. So so be flexible. Use wisdom. Yeah. Go back to the basics, and let's grow again
0: mm-hmm. and grow healthy. That's exactly it. That's what we have to do. And and I I need everybody to okay. So let me go over our points before before we depart, and then I want to just share with you what I believe would be beneficial to you. Mm-hmm. So the first thing was. Be flexible, and y'all know my motto: Blessed are the flexible; they shall not be bent out of shape. And I say that because when you are flexible and pliable, you won't break. You know, you'll you'll allow God to do His perfect work through you. Um, it's when we hold on to ours and my way and this way or no way that we really miss what Daddy's trying to say to us. So be flexible. Uh, The second thing, use wisdom. Mm -hmm. You know, Solomon could have anything he wanted. He could have had anything he wanted, and he prayed for wisdom. Mm -hmm. That's how important it was. Pray for wisdom above all things, Mm -hmm. above a better job, above finances, above a bigger car, a bigger house. Pray for wisdom, because if you have wisdom, you can get all those other things. But more importantly, if you have wisdom, you'll be safe, you'll be at peace, your family and your friends will be blessed. So praise for wisdom. The third thing is the basics, right? Yeah, get, back get back to the basics. All those things that work, Um, you know, uh, a part of what I want to leave with you, and then I'm going to let you make a deposit and do a little godly drive-by. A part of what I want to leave with you is I learned partnership in this um. Season of quarantine and isolation and separation. Um, Some of you or most of you know my full-time job is an actress and an evangelist. As a matter of fact, um, my husband (laughs) was my camera person and my technical director because I had a huge ministry gig that I couldn't physically be in Los Angeles to do it. So they requested, they hired me, booked me, and requested a video of it, and I did a whole message on transformation Mm -hmm. um, and and going from a caterpillar basically to a butterfly, trust the journey. Um, And my husband, who had never seen the piece or heard me share the piece, because I wrote it specifically for this, he was my camera director and my technical director. And it was nothing but the Holy Spirit. He had to go between three cameras three. Count one, two, three. My husband don't do that. That's just not what that he got some other gear. But that one isn't one that he operates in. He went between three cameras. And when I tell you, he caught every reaction that needed to be captured. We knew that that was the Holy Spirit. But more importantly, I was booked on this gig to minister to 1000 women who are recovering alcoholics and recovering drug addicts. And so he in my heart was in giving God excellence so that they to be reached. So that was first. And I'm, I'm mentioning these things because in this season of when I'm normally on TV, acting, or doing film, by the way, my new film is coming out. We just found out my film with Lawrence Fishburne will be out. You said Super Bowl weekend. Oh, I don't know when that is, but. He would know. I don't know what Super Bowl First weekend in February. First weekend in February, my new film where I play Lawrence Fishburne's wife will be out. So I will keep everybody posted, of course. But I'm mentioning this to say, because I'm going all the way around the block. I'm going to get there. I'm gonna go down 40 to seconds left. You don't do you. Okay. <laughs> all right. So let me sum it up. Do not be um, conflicted or frustrated about whatever your new normal is or whatever your new title or hat. Is In this season, as my husband's been preaching a series called Focus on Faith, Family, and Your Future, um, that, focus on faith, family, and your future, and find out what what fruit you have to share with somebody. Really take assessment um, of the fruit you have to share with someone else. And and then begin to share it. It may be the fruit of encouragement. It may be the fruit of prayer. It may be the fruit of intercessory prayer. Whatever it is, share it. And so now I want to ask you, if you'd like to share a little bit with those that are tuned in, you're fine. You've got about 60 seconds. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love it. Oh, gosh, I can go
1: uh, on. That
2: all I want to say is this. As Jesus said to his disciples in Matthew 10:16, he said, send me out as doves like sheep among wolves, but be be, be shrewd as snakes and innocent dust. In your wisdom, in this situation, in the environment you're going in, be innocent as dust. That simply means stay pure, stay clean. Don't be naive and keep your bodies, minds and heart clean. Hmm. Do that. It's a dirty world we live in. And uh the Lord is he has invested mightily in what you do. So that you fight for justice as you live righteous, uh, stay clean in your hearts, minds, and your spirits, as well as your bodies. God bless you, guys. I appreciate you. God bless you, guys. We're going to play a
0: little music, and those that are on social media, you stick around, because we'll be here for you. All right. Thank you so much. You know you can catch us on Stitcher, Spotify, oh. Google Play, iHeart Music. You can listen to us on any of those stations, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher app, iHeart Music, all of those, Apple Podcasts. So here's our music. Sorry about that. Here we go. Peace. Peace.
1: Oh. answers to the questions you've been wanting. Everyone likes to be heard and then listened to, so we want you to set your dial to OMG on Thursday at 7 o'clock p.m. OMG.